Hey everyone and welcome to CADCast number 84. I'm your host Chibi D in a hot and sticky Tokyo, Japan. And I'm Wombat, also in a hot and sticky Tokyo, Japan. Look out the window! No, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> You're flying outside my window. <sighs> Those are my curtains making that noise. I feel like if I close the curtains, it makes the room uh, more soundproof. Or like you know better for like a, a fake radio show. That's pretty funny. Completely not valid or hell. No, of course it of science, is. Like it reduces right? echo, doesn't it? There are curtains. Curtains, as opposed to a glass window. All right, yeah, we we'll get it. Who cares? Whatever makes you feel better. Okay, I don't care. Meanwhile, about yes. ten minutes ago, you know, I was saying goodbye to my wife as I do mm-hmm. every morning, and usually I sort of stand in the hallway in my underwear as mm-hmm. I say goodbye. And I sort of wasn't paying attention this time, and she opened the door, and our neighbor was standing right there. Uh Uh-oh, male or female neighbor? Male neighbor. So I'm standing there. uh, You know, probably my age. Okay, so old. (laughs) So he got to see me in my uh, tidy blackies. Nice. Not tidy whities, you know. No, no, you're too. Can't wear white. White underwear is no good because you can see the shit stains in them. (laughs) So I gotta go. I only wear black or gray underwear. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So last week we had a big show. Some exciting announcements, such as my upcoming child release. Upcoming, uh, yeah. Mm. Which uh, a lot of people got a kick out of. Uh, People wanted to have a baby naming contest. Which How about like a, if they can guess the baby's name? That's that that's bad. more realistic because I'm not naming my kid RoboCop, Murphy, uh, anybody from Final Fantasy. I mean, these are the suggestions that I've gotten so far. Well, okay. I gave you a suggestion. You gave me your su- a suggestion. But, I can't uh, wait for GPS to enter the world. Cheapy what? GPS. What's the S? Oh, right. Yeah. Is, that oh. Your, is that a hint at your real name? It is a hint of my real name. All right, everyone. Wombat's real name starts with an S, so let's start this <laughs> speculation. There's That's it, like... speculation. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we, we've already decided on a name, and no one will ever guess it. Should I should I tell people what the name oh, is? Oh, no, we... I think you should make people try and guess. But they're not going to guess it. It's let's a Japanese name, it's, and it's an unusual name. There's no way they're going to guess it. Mm-hmm. So I the name that we're leaning heavily towards is Tai. Which would be spelled T A I in English. Oh, not like uh, Ty from uh, from Caddyshack. Or right, no, and not like Kobe Ty, the porn star. Okay. T A I, which means pad Ty. It means big. <laughs> so he's gonna be big. So, but that's what we're le- It's not hundred percent decided. That's just sort of what we're trending to. Gotcha. So, yeah, some people were complaining that last week's show was a little bit rushed. And I did, we did mention during the show that I had to jet off to a, a BBC interview. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually was late because I didn't ru- we didn't rush enough, Wombat. <laughs> did they still let you on? They still let me on. They swapped me with uh, another interview that they had because, you know, it's all live. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I was very apologetic and they didn't really seem to care, but. I guess we'll find out if they ever have me back on again. I was going to say, it could be your last appearance. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that late. I was like a minute late. Or actually, I was there like right at 
11.30, which is when I was supposed to be on the air. But that's, you know, that's no good, obviously. Yeah, obviously um, not. And no. it was very short. They just, God, I don't even remember what we talked about. It was, uh, oh, Sony was releasing their financials. Um, and even though they hadn't released them yet, they, they I don't know, they had me on before they released them to talk about yes. why their video game business wasn't uh, doing as well as previously has done, previously has done, and why they're relying on their TVs now. Gotcha. They're good TVs. They are good TVs. Yeah, I know. The Bravi is. I, mm. I was How nice. was your party? Party was good. I mean, it was a, it was a very big success. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I can tell you about the party. We had a lot of beer. We drank uh, about two cases of beer, which, you know, I think we had about 20. And there was only four people. There's only four people. <laughs> No, we had like twenty something people. We had the, the uh, Alex, the pizza guy from Enoshima. Did came. he bring pizza? He didn't bring pizza. He brought his wife. Uh, she American did, or Japanese? He did. Um, she is Japanese. Ah, okay. He is American. Is she a know. lawyer too? She is not a lawyer. I'm not oh, sure. Okay. I was like, is this like Cheapy's, you know, pizza brother now? Is that- no, no. Well, yes, he is actually, but not because his wife is a lawyer. But uh, no, he didn't bring pizza. He did bring some other treat that was good, better than pizza. <laughs> but we'll leave it at that. Uh, he also uh, gave me some pictures of his pizza truck. Remember, I mentioned the pizza truck. Yes, that's going to be cruising the streets of Tokyo and hopefully the Tokyo Game Show. Oh. So uh, it's pretty nice. The truck was made by a food truck otaku, apparently, <laughs> and uh, he already has it, and he's just waiting to get it. Uh, Graffitied. He's going to get it all graffitied up in New York style. And uh, it's very exciting. Cool. And he's got to, uh, you got to pay off the right people if you want to park in the right spots in Tokyo. Well, that's, that's, that's everywhere. That's not a Tokyo thing. Right. But they cut off your fingers, I think, if you don't pay the right people here. There you go. <laughs> but I actually, like let's, let's edit that part out, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need all my fingers. There you go. Uh, what else? Oh, my popular toilet video, Wombat, on the front page I, I of watched it. You have quite a toilet, my friend. That, quite you know, a it's, a, it's actually a low-end toilet as far as Japanese toilets go. That's the basic model, the no-frills model. Hmm. That's the one that came with our apartment. Uh, yeah, that was made, we mentioned it last week, it was made for Screw Attack and their Toilet Tuesday. It's, it's doing very well. It hit on Dig and... I think it has over 10,000 views already in like a day. You had some famous uh, viewers too, didn't you? Well, Major Major Nelson is into these fancy toilets. That's like his that's like the big thing that his he fetish. got from Japan. I think the word you're not, looking for is fetish. Not as fetish, but that's like you don't one know of what the You he does to those videos. That, that, well, hold on, wait. You're getting ahead of, our, <laughs> of yourself there. He likes the toilets from his previous trips to Japan and uh he actually just sent me an email, and he's like, "Oh, I heard that you have one of those toilets. You know, do you like them? Uh, you know, looking for some more information." So I don't even think he had seen the video. I think it was just a coincidence. Maybe somebody told him, you know, that oh, we oh that ha- you had a video, right? So I just sent him. I sent him a thing back. I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> today's your lucky day, because now <laughs> you can watch me wash my ass and on YouTube." Hooray! Hooray! Success! So I'll let you know. Uh, what he has to say about that, and yeah, I'm still looking into the sumo. The sumo tickets go on sale this weekend, so cool. I think we're gonna try to make that happen. Uh, what else, Wombat, is going on? 
Well, I have a lot going on, actually. What What do you have going on? Well, I'm a busy man, all in the name of Cheap Ass Gamer, actually. I, I'm shocked and amazed, and I can't wait to hear. I can't well, wait are... to be disappointed. Exactly. Well, you know <laughs> what I did on Friday night? Friday night, no. Friday night, I went out to went out for a couple of drinks with our new friends. Oh, at, at Wizard uh, uh, Media. At Wizard. Mm-hmm. They are a podcast. They actually bought. We use Libsyn to host our podcasts because it's very cheap, and you get basically get unlimited downloads for a low monthly fee. And they actually bought Libsyn. Yes. And the reason why they did is so that they can. They can uh, sort of leverage these podcasts, approach these podcasts, and sell advertising on them. If if the podcast you know hosts are into that, which we are, we'll sell our salt to anybody. I will. Yes, we like money. Money exactly. is good. And actually, what I wanted to bring up, and you know, having I went out for drinks with uh, with the person who runs their, you know, the company VP who runs this section, this advertising section, very nice guy. Mm-hmm. And we discussed, you know, and I wanted to propose it to our listeners. How many ads is too many ads? Per show? Per show. I mean, many people will say one ad is too many. Per, I mean, personally, it, you know, for a show that's an hour and a half or two hours, I think you can easily fit in two 60-second ads. But I don't like the ads where they just play like somebody else's ad you know it's just like it's, it's pre-recorded type thing i find that very boring like i like what we do like when we did the rock star thing with the karaoke contest i like what we do better i also like you know the whole idea of getting paid yes that is a good idea that is an <laughs> idea i like to subscribe to that newsletter of getting paid <laughs> but uh yeah no i like the ones where we just you know sort of improvise the ads unlike some other nameless companies that still haven't paid us Right. Well, we've—it's not too hard to figure out. I mean, we've only had one real, one real supposed payday. Payday. Yeah. I mean, they owe me two grand. I mean, let's go. It's been. It's uh. It's. I think went down in April, and it's. When is it? It's August now. Yeah. August first today, right, Wombat? Yeah, it is. It's August first. Happy August. Gotta get paid. I know. What's that about? I don't know. I just emailed them, and they didn't even write me back. That's funny in itself. I'll go down there. I'll I'll bang on some doors. Okay, you you do that. I'll do that. What else uh, did you want to talk about? Let's see. What else did I do? Oh, I uh, well, I saw the Simpsons movie on Saturday. Oh, really? Yes. Was uh, well, you're no good. Out. You're missing out. It's good. It is good. I didn't think a... it would be good, and it was good. I didn't think he'd sing Moon River, and then second encore. <laughs> but hold on. The Simpsons TV show hasn't been very good in a long time. You know, they're saying that all those people, and it's and it is true. You watch if you really know the Simpsons, you know the names and the credit, and all the really good writers and directors from the show that haven't yeah. written an episode in like five six years, all worked on this movie. Oh. And they're saying the reason why they haven't been working on the show is because they've spent the last five six years working on this movie. It's that, and it shows like it's really that good. It's. You know, I don't want to get anyone's, you know, hopes up too high, but it is a lot better than I was expecting. All like, right. I was expecting to sit there for an hour and a half and go, you know, worst movie ever. But uh, I laughed the whole damn time. Wow. All I right. know. I was surprised, too. We might see that here soon because Simpsons is, I think the Simpsons is popular here. They had, a, at the very least, they've done commercials here. So yeah. I would imagine that means Fish they're bulb. sort of popular. 
So, so I will keep I an eye out for that. Anything else, an Wombat? Uh, let's see. I spoke with the other wizard on Monday. Wizard, the PR mag- guy from Wizard, uh, the magazine, the comic book magazine. Oh, okay. To try and do an interview. Uh, I was gonna. Sp- I was supposed to do it today, but we had to move it to talk about uh, Comic-Con and video games, because Comic-Con was last week. Sure. So we have that in the works. So I had that conversation. Is that really going to go down, though? Because we've heard from you very often that there's going to be interviews. Oh, it's going to happen. It's they've gonna never happen. really surfaced. It's, yeah, it will. <laughs> is Wizard that. the dorkiest magazine on the planet? It is, and I subscribe to it. It's one of the two <laughs> magazines I have a subscription to. Not only that, but I've subscribed to it for like years. That's even worse. Right. You have a lifetime subscription. Yeah. I am, I am a member of the Wizard fan club, I guess. Very uh, good. Yeah, I I read it on the can with my Spider Man T shirt on. Um, who else? Oh, well, and then there was you know I went and I met with a new uh, well not a new, a very popular PR firm yesterday. Okay. Where we sat around and talked about cheap ass gamer and uh, how great we are, and hopefully all the stuff we can do to help. Uh, what's this? This small video game company you may be familiar with, Microsoft. <laughs> I see. You just stumbled into their office. They're in your building. Is that it? They're in the building that I currently work in, and it's the firm that handles all of the live events for Microsoft. All and you just showed up. You just to. knocked on their door. And- I knocked on their door, said who I was, and it just so happens from the last event I went to, the girl still had uh, the young lady. I don't, you know, I don't want to sound like a jerk. Had still had my card on her desk. Ooh, she was thinking about you. She was thinking about exactly. So she knew who I was. She knew I wasn't like a crazy person. Well, I am a crazy person. <laughs> so they said, "Yeah, come on in." And then we sat and we talked. They gave me a copy of Forza. Oh, yeah. Look at you. It was a good time. Wow. All right. Well. Yeah. Well, they didn't you let you me are go. making things. You are making things happen. I think. I Finally. am. Well, and we're gonna know more next week. But you know, that's next week. And Finally, I have more big it. news. Yes. From another contact that I made. Okay. That's going to come a little later in the show. Okay. So you can always tell when my job is starting to get less and less interesting to me by uh, me doing more and more for the CADcast. There you go. <laughs> Good. <laughs> right. You see, when you see your great, your exit from your current job is making money on the CADcast, you tend to focus on that, I think. Is that correct? Well, it, that there's part of that, although I don't think I'm going to be making that much soon unless you start paying me. But how uh, am I going to pay you? Oh, you can do it. Why would I? But I, I look when we make money from the cash, you're going to get paid. I know, but not. Well, what enough. am I supposed to do? I don't know. Make me more money. Well, how do we need more listeners? I know. Get more listeners. That you should be working on that. You should be trolling yeah. MySpace, troll <laughs> and trolling, trolling the high my... schools <laughs> for, for babes. <laughs> Uh, I updated my profile on LinkedIn. Isn't that enough? No, it's not. Okay. Let's do a little bit of CAG housekeeping, uh, some early housekeeping. Uh, two things I want to run by you. Uh, first of all, we are nominated for two podcast awards, Wombat. I know. That's awesome. I've been, I even had my parents vote, and they don't even know how to use a computer. So if you go to podcastawards.com, you can see we're nominated for the People's Choice Award, which is basically like the best podcast award yes and we're the only video game based podcast in that category yes there are some heavy hitters in there like uh grammar girl and keith and the girl those are like really popular on itunes 
Um, but I think our website is more popular. So if we can leverage, you know, the popular website, you know, the fact that people can just click from the website to get over there, we might be able to take that. I and hope the people's so. the People's Choice Award is the only one that has. Well, I think that maybe there's two that have these good prizes of uh, these three hundred and twenty five dollar heel microphones. That would be nice. So that would be good. The other ca- category we're nominated, uh, of course, is gaming. Which I think we should be able to take the gaming category pretty easily. Not because we're necessarily the best pod- gaming podcast. Which we are. Which we are. Um, but we do have the most popular website out of all those uh, shows on there. So bet- between the popular show and the popular website, I think we should be able to to take those, at least the gaming one. So go to podcastawards.com, vote for us, and vote every day for the next two weeks because you're allowed to vote once a day. For two weeks. For two weeks. So make it so. There you go. Do it right now. Why are you even waiting? I mean, you should be typing podcastawards.com. You can listen and vote at the same time. It's very easy. Okay. One other thing I wanted to run by uh, the CAG community is that I am pretty much committed to this at this point, at least committed to giving it a try, is is taking on forum guides, which are basically forum-specific moderators. So I have a thread going on in the CAG News and Feedback Forum where it's basically an open casting call for forum guides. You just post in there and say what forum you want to be a guide for and... I will either make it happen or not. For you. When do I get mod privileges? Well, what do you want? What do you? What do you? I want? think I should be the mod of the Cadcast forum. But then, like, I gotta. Then you're gonna be able to look into the moderator forum, the super yeah. secret moderator forum. I, I don't want you seeing my most innermost secrets, your deepest thoughts, my deep dark I secrets. Hate the I hate wombat thread that you started. Right. <laughs> well, maybe we can make that happen for you, Juan. But do you think it's a good idea to have these forum-specific I guides? think it's a good idea. You know, everyone likes to be a little more focused, you know, yeah. instead of all slipshod like it is now. I mean, I was thinking I would take on maybe two or three, like, super mods that can, you know, all-powerful, all-knowing. Like the current mods. Right. And then maybe... You don't want to demote your current... Uh, no, 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 no. And I want Non-employees. To... Right. <laughs> hey, they get Christmas presents. Uh, you know, I'm thinking one to three forum guides per forum, basically. Cool. Okay. On to the new releases, Wombat. All right. What we like to call CAG foreplay based on the now popular CAG foreplay podcast. (laughs) Now Uh, with popularity. Yes. And legitimacy. Uh, thanks to the shipwrecks, Mr. and Mrs. Shipwreck, uh, for putting together this fine podcast where you can listen uh, and learn about the new releases and also listen to the shopping habits of two cheap-ass gamers, a married well, couple. Uh, no yeah, less. I'd also like to shout out tomorrow's their anniversary, so happy anniversary, Shipwrecks. Oh, well, I just bought them an anniversary present. I didn't even know it was their anniversary. Oh, you bought them something? Well, I bought them something, but uh, it was uh, a new microphone. Oh, cool. I bought them the same microphone that I have. Oh, that's very nice of you. It was, uh, for some reason, it was much cheaper for when I bought it for them than when I bought it for me. I don't know. The price had come down a lot, yeah. so it was very reasonably priced. Uh, but I'm happy to do it. I mean, it's totally worth it. They're, they're doing a lot of work putting this stuff together every week. And, you know, it's a $160 microphone between friends. If only they liked you. 
<laughs> if only they were my friends. <laughs> okay, so Wombat, what do we got on tap this week for the big releases? Uh, Mario Strikers. Mario Strikers for the Wii, which has gotten pretty good reviews. I'd say like seven and a halfs and eights. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty much it. In terms of new releases. Yeah. Uh, I've read the reviews for Mario Strikers, and it seems sort of fun. I guess the complaints were maybe there's like too much going on. There's a little too much craziness with with uh, you know stuff going on on the field, like uh, you know obstacles. I guess you'd call them. Gotcha. Uh, the uh, the online play seems to work well enough. There is no in-game communication or even lobby communication of any kind. No chatting. No voice chat. No text chat. Uh, you, it does use game specific friend codes. So it's not your Wii friend codes. It's, you know, all new friend codes for this game. Yeah. I'm already not interested in all Uh, that. But you can play, uh, you know, like random, uh, random matches against random people. Yeah. I'd rather just play with like someone in my house then. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of a game like that is that it gets crazy and you can hear people yelling and. Yeah. It, you need that interaction. Otherwise, what's the point of playing online? You might as well be playing against the computer. Yeah, because no, there's no actual interaction with other people. So what's the real point? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's gotten decent reviews. It's not... I don't think it's a game that I would go after. But there you go. Okay, what else we got? Let's we got a marathon on the, on the Xbox Live. Oh, on the DL with the shipwrecks. Yeah. Yeah, marathon for uh, the 360, ten bucks. This is Bungie's game before they made Halo. I played the demo before we did the show. How was it? It's all right. It's not. It I is a lot it. like Doom. Yeah, graphically, it's a little better, right? A little. Yeah, it's more colorful, maybe, and that's about it. We're yeah, even... it's. It so is. It's... It's got four-player split-screen, eight-player online play, online co-op, and $10. Uh, also yep. on the 360 this week for download is Spyglass Board Games for 5 bucks, which is Checkers, Chess, Reversi, and Mancala. What's Mancala? Mancala. Mrs. Wombat was playing that before we did the show. Hmm. I used to play that game with my cousins. I don't even know what that is. It's a game. It's like Go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Right. That was a so that was a throwback to me not knowing what Go was last week. It was I see. Yeah, I see. Forget it. Never mind. Okay, so uh, and these these games all have camera support. Yes. All right, uh, and on the Wii, you've got Drop Off, Dynamite Heady, and Star Soldier. Anything? Else, any major releases that you want to talk about? Else, Picross for the DS. Is that a major release? I don't know. It seemed to get like pretty decent reviews. It's like, and it's it's got a budget price of twenty dollars, so that you know appeals to the cags. It's a uh, some sort of puzzle game. A puzzle game on the DS. Like, <laughs> it's like Sudoku, Sudoku. <laughs> you know, you know that game. <laughs> but it's like a math puzzle game. So I, I've already lost interest in that. Yeah. Okay. What's next on our agenda for today? <laughs> okay. Moving on. Oh, I wanted to announce the uh, contest winner. The Goosex win a PS3. Someone actually won one. G- Goosex.com, G-O-O-Z-E-X, the game trading site, mm-hmm. uh, gave away a PS3 to a lucky CAG, and that lucky CAG is Desk Lasser. There you go. So Very cool. Is, 
He's he won a PS3. Congratulations. 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 Enjoy it. I do I actually use my PlayStation 3 a lot. Really? Yes. I enjoy my PS3 very much. I may be in a minority. I don't I don't know and you know what? I really don't care. I am Out of the two of us, with... you you are, well, size-wise, you are in the minority. If you if you count us by size, percentage, total body weight percentage, then you are in the minority. I am in the minority, but I do. It's a good it's a good console. Now, did you want to announce a new contest? There is a new week? contest. I should hopefully have I don't have, I got confirmation that the prizes have been delivered. Okay. So I should have them shortly. Now you're going to guess the prizes. You ready? I'm going to okay. give you some clues. Okay. The contest is sponsored by Electronic Arts and EA Sports. All right. The prize is going to be a copy of a game for the 360, the PS3, and the PS2. So there's going to be three prizes to give away. Okay. And the game is for one of America's most loved athletic events. What game is it? The game is named for one of it's the game. The game is for it's a you know it's a sports game. What game? NASCAR. That's it. I got it. It's right. NASCAR. We're gonna have a an official EA NASCAR giveaway contest. All right. The How do you is- win? Well, see, I haven't quite hammered out the... I was thinking maybe you could help me. I haven't really put that much thought into how we're going to give these prizes away. It's not, it's not a bad prize, and obviously, you know, we have three distinct consoles for to give it away for. All right. So... Okay, so let's make a thread. We'll make a thread in the CADcast form, a contest mm-hmm. thread. Uh, you post in the thread, and you post... Somewhere in your post, you type it, you put in what system you want it for. Yes. So what was and it? Also, Xbox 360, I'm PS2... The contest should be post if you were a NASCAR driver, who would you want your sponsor to be? All right, what crap would you have all over your car? Yeah. Okay. That's good. And on your chest. And what are the three versions we have available? Uh it's gonna be the for the three sixty, the PS three, and the PS two. Okay. There it is. Nice job. Something for everybody. Yeah. You're hooking it up. Yeah, I try. All right. Shall we move on to Nintendo? We shall. Okay. So last week, I talked a little bit about Metroid Prime and how I wasn't impressed with it, you know, very much when I played it at E3. Um, And, you know, I talked about how I was more interested in probably a 2D Metroid because I was a big fan of the original Metroid. And and you agreed, right? I mean, well, you liked the 3D versions, but you agreed that you'd probably be more interested in... In a 2D version. I like the 2D versions better, but I do like the 3D versions a lot. Okay. And then I also mentioned how the the recent 3D Metroids had gotten really good reviews. Yes. And then I sort of went off on a little tangent saying how I felt a lot of these Nintendo properties, uh, the review scores seem to be skewed upwards because they have Zelda or Metroid or Mario in the title. Yes. Remember that? Yes. So a triple X post. I just like saying Zelda because whenever I do, my dog perks up. There you go. <laughs> see, yeah, so you can name your dog Zelda. Now, people are expecting me to name my son, like, Link. Yeah, no, it doesn't work that way. It if I got work, another dog silly. that was a male dog, his yeah. name would be Link. Right, but there's a difference between naming a dog and a human. Yes. Okay, anyway, so Triple X writes in and sort of complaining, uh, Cheapy, you're really off on Metroid Prime on the GameCube. Amazing game. At the same time, many folks don't like it. Why? They expect a standard shooter and then are disappointed when they don't get it. 
Now, then he goes on to say, I think you're biased against Nintendo because you think only Nintendo games get a break from reviewers. F that. They are no different than any other franchise like Halo or Grand Theft Auto or any other big developer like Rockstar or Bioware. I mean, hell, you already gave Microsoft's lineup an A-plus this fall. You're already saying Bioware hasn't let you down. And uh, Mass Effect will live up to the hype. You're a bit hypocritical there. Also, I think you diss Metroid Prime 3 for one reason. Lack of high-def graphics. It's funny that you say, sure, it plays different, but it looks the same, without quite realizing that you showed your bias and how many people would rather have games that play different rather than just look prettier. After all, what makes games different from movies is your interaction with the screen. The controller for the Wii is really Nintendo's high-def. Now, okay, you say bias. Now, that's that's not the right word. I'm not biased against Nintendo. You're racist against Nintendo. I am racist against Nintendo. No, I. this is my opinion that reviewers tend to give these games a break. I don't care that they do. I mean, I don't care really about the review scores in general. I'm just saying I feel like there's pressure on reviewers to review these games higher because there's going to be some sort of backlash from their readership. I mean, you remember, I used this uh, example a billion times, but uh, the latest Zelda game for Wii, it got an 8.8 from GameSpot, and there was like a huge outcry, because it was so such a low score. Meanwhile, last time I checked, 8.8 was a pretty, pretty good score. And I actually think that that's a pretty good score for that game. I think that's a fair score. Yeah. So, I see what you're saying, um, but... You know, I wouldn't call it a bias. I, I recognize your point, but I'm not biased against anybody. I don't, you know, I, and because everyone is so big on the new Metroid Prime game, I pretty much all but decided that I'm going to get an American Wii and start importing American games so I can give them a fair shake, you know, because I'm not really playing my Wii that much at all. I mean, it never really gets turned on. And I, I maybe have an, be- I have an American Wii and I don't turn mine on. <laughs> <laughs> But I think like I would like like the voting channel and stuff like that. Like, I, I do like, like the voting stuff. channel. It is it is mildly addictive to check and it I, and vote yeah, it. Yeah. So I think I don't know. I think I'm gonna you know play Asia's got the four hundred dollar Wii. So I don't know. I guess maybe I'll order it. There you All go. Right. Is it silly? I mean, what do you think? I would wait. Wait for what? For Metroid to come out, I guess it's coming <laughs> out in like two weeks. Oh, it is soon. Three weeks. I keep forgetting it's month. August. Yeah. Yeah, end of this month. So okay, so just drop the bomb and get one. Right, who cares? It's only yeah. money. It's only my play Asia monies. Whatever. Whatever. Okay, so I'm going to give it a shot. And, uh, you know, X did say that he thought that the controller is really Nintendo's version of high def. And speaking of high def, our good friend uh, Michael Pachter, uh, game video game anal- uh, analyst extraordinaire. Video game said, analyst. Yeah. yeah. Analyst. <laughs> video game yeah. analyst. Yes. Anal. Right. Uh, he says that he believes Nintendo in two or three years, Nintendo might release a high definition Wii. In three years, they better have a high definition something because I think that's all that's going to be out there. You mean in terms of TVs? Yeah. Yeah, in Japan, it's pretty much that is all that's out there. So, again, I mean, you know, not to put Mr. Pactor down. I guess I have to preface that now that I know him. Like, I have to say stuff like that. Right. But, uh, I I mean, that's, again, that's like a duck in a barrel. 
You're saying no shit, Sherlock? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Right. In, in 15 years, Nintendo's going to have a console that's going to be in high definition. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. So, uh, oh, Super Nerd wrote in also and talking about the... That's a good name, right? Super Nerd? It is, it is a good name. Yeah, that's good. Maybe yeah. I should name my my son Super Nerd. Super Nerd. Since he would likely be a Super Nerd. Yes. Um, talking about the, uh, you know, the uh, review scores skewing upwards for Nintendo products, I disagree with what you said about games getting rated higher because of the brand naming. The brand name represents the essence of what gamers like about the series. Wombat brought up a good point about Grand Theft Auto and Halo. Can't have a double standard there. When I play a GTA, Halo, Zelda, Mario, whatever game, I know what I'll be getting, and I know I'll like it. And I look forward to the next one because of what the game is about, not the brand name. They're more of the same, and like Wombat says, it's a good thing when done correctly. And since when did ratings matter to you, Chibi? Screw ratings, they're useless anyway. Ratings yeah. aren't useless. They're not... You know what, though? I they're I have not, mixed no, feelings no, about it, ratings. Ratings aren't useless in the sense that if every game gets a 10, if every reviewer gives a game a 10... It doesn't necessarily mean the game is a 10, but there's probably something about it that's worth checking out. If if uh, every critic gave a game a 1 out of 10, chances are you're going to want to avoid that game like the plague. Yeah, so I mean, they, ha- they have value in uh, in in that sense. So I mean, we've, we've talked about this topic yeah. before, but it is it is pretty important, so I mean, the problem but pro- the problem is like when you have like a review scale like, you know, 0 to 10, and, you know, very rarely does a game get below a 5. I mean, the game basically has to be broken to get below a 5. So you're only working with that, really, like, the top half. I think that Two half. Worlds game got a couple of... Oh, really? It's that It yeah. got bad reviews? Well, are you really surprised? No, but I, mean, I didn't, know, I didn't even know it was reviewed From yet. the mo- makers of Monster Madness, Battle of Suburbia comes not quite Oblivion. All right. Broken Oblivion. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think I would... I agree that ratings are sort of useless. I think the text of the review is the important part. And very often I read a review and the text doesn't seem to match up to the score that the reviewer gave it. Whether it's, you know, you know, in either direction. I've seen them go both ways in that in that regard. I think I would prefer more of a buy it, sell it, a buy it, rent it, skip it type system. You know? Because I think a lot of what has to do with whether we play a game or not is, you know, how cheaply we can get it. I mean... Or how we get the game. So there's definitely games we feel aren't worth full price. Um, but there's like, you know, a game like Gun or something. You know, it's definitely worth picking up for 15 uh, hey, or 20 I'm, bucks. I'm still waiting for Shadowrun to drop. I'm interested in the game, but I don't want to pay full price for it. Right. So the review score, like, I feel it needs to tie in more to how cheaply you can get the game. And since you can rent games for five or six bucks... You know, I feel like maybe a buy it, rent it, skip it uh, review system is is better. Yeah. Anyway, it's a, it's that, a good re- yeah. That really doesn't have anything to do with Nintendo. No, not even specifically. Even. But I don't know. Nintendo con- is continuing to kick ass. Although I do see, like, I see their the Wii's are starting to become more available in Tokyo. Uh, like I've I'm actually seen it may them. Maybe a matter of time. I think by well, who knows? Maybe by holiday season. They'll be everywhere. Yeah, I mean, if they're, if they're smart, they'll have them everywhere by holiday season. 
All right. In other Nintendo uh, news, it looks like Super Dodgeball is coming to the DS, uh, at least in Japan. Uh, a, a forum post on NeoGAF. Uh, they posted a scan from Famitsu, and it shows that it's coming. Uh, Super Dodgeball is coming to Japan. It's going to have eight pl- eight person multiplayer, download play, local download play. Cool. Which would be awesome. I mean, I mean, that's one of the best parts about the DS is the the download play. A lot of games support this download play where you don't even need you know you don't even need eight versions of the game. That is true. You just one version, uh, and that's that's great. I mean, do you think uh, that that if say if there was an Xbox game that was able a three sixty game that was able to do that, that it might get people to buy that game? Like they play multiplayer with their friends and they like it so much that they or go out Xbox and buy it. Live. You mean? Yeah, so they could go out and play. Then they buy it themselves so they could play the single player mode. Well, the fact that they have, I mean, all the Xbox Live stuff has arcade stuff, has free demos. Yeah. So it doesn't really, it's not really necessary. But I guess not. But uh, I, that's one of my favorite features about the DS. And if I only had some friends, then I could take advantage of it. Yeah, Mrs. Wombat has a DS, but. You're not really friends. We're not friends. <laughs> we're not really friends. All right, should we move on to Sony? She only talks to me when she's ready for dinner. Yes. Yes. Okay. On to Sony. Last week we talked about a lot about the Metal Gear Solid Four uh, playthrough. Uh, they had an event in Japan, and in fact, we you know we talked about the nut grabbing, and that in fact we named the show after it. Yes, we did. Uh, Nam Pai Whoa. Oh, says, wow. man, Metal Gear Solid does have a lot of nut business. I just loaded my old save from Metal Gear Solid 3, and the bad guy comes in and grabs Snake's pants after saying, I was waiting for you in my room. I think that is what messed him up and his sons right there. Now, last week I also sort of complained, not com- not complained, but I brought up the fact that Sony, the PS3, does have a lot of updates you know, a constant firmware yeah, update. Yeah, it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you, but yes. I was just, you know, yeah, it does bother me a little bit, but I was just sort of, you know, compared to the 360, those updates, you know, they have them once, you know, what, twice a year, I guess? Yeah. And they only take like a minute, maybe, tops, you know, before you're done. And the Sony ones, they seem to have one like every, <laughs> at least once a month, and they take like five to ten minutes, right? Yes. Between the downloading and the, you have to they download, do, they, take a little, and it they do take a little bit of time, but I don't know it. It makes me it, and there may be truth to this, and there may be none at all, but it makes me feel like, well, hey, Sony's putting a lot of work into this. Well, that's what Namfax says. He says I like the way Sony does updates. I also like the PS blog, seeing that they are working on their consumers' most wanted features. I hate having to wait months for updates. It's like, do you want small improvements now or one huge one every half a year? I'm weak. I want simple updates every few weeks. I agree. Now, we also, when we're talking about Metal Gear Solid, we were sort of puzzled on why they didn't, why Sony didn't show this at E3, why they waited for, you know, two weeks after E3. Yes. And Frisky Tanuki has a theory. He says, he goes, it would have stolen the show away from anything else Sony had shown. Plus, they weren't planning to show anything until the next week or two, so they got their own spotlight to shine and announce announce new things. I mean, don't they want... I mean, is that such a bad thing as stealing the show from themselves? Is there such a thing as that? I don't know if I can agree with that. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds... That doesn't make sense to me. I think anything that would be be a showstopper is what you'd want to be showing. Yeah. 
But uh, he also wants to know, he said, uh, GB didn't answer my question in the Metal Gear Solid thread if you're actually excited about the game or not. Mind explaining if you're thinking about picking it up or not? Oh, I thought I meant, I'm, I guess I didn't come across properly. I mean, I, I mentioned I thought it was a system seller, but most definitely I'm going to be picking it up. There's no, no question about it. I mean, I skipped the last one. I play them every so often, you know. Um, but this one looks too good to miss. I mean, and especially since it seems they seem to be adding a lot more action this time around because uh, a lot of the stealth stuff takes place on the battlefield. That's the whole concept yeah, I, here. I, I hope that it that it has a lot more action. That they can find a way to make the cutscenes not unbearable. And uh, you know, I'll, I know I'm going to get it anyway. So I'll definitely get it, and I'm definitely excited for it. So I hope that answers your question. Wombat. Yes. There's a new rail fan in town. Wow. Specifically my town. Specifically my apartment. You have rail fan too. I have. It's actually called rail fan Taiwan high speed rail. Ah. Did they Not, send it to you? Well, <laughs> actually, uh, Maurice brought it with him on the plane. Very nice. They didn't so actually Maurice, say, like, you don't, do you know anyone at the rail fan gaming company? No, 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 no. But uh, Maurice, you know, I told you last week. Remember Maurice from PlayAsia yeah, whenever he that. comes? Yeah, so I told, he just brought it with me, uh, brought it with him. And I actually got it before the party because we went out for dinner on, on Thursday. The party was on Saturday. Uh, and we went to a German restaurant again. So is it just another awesome. MOTS? Well, here's the problem with Railfan 2. Okay, well, let me give you the good, the good first. The game is full English support. Oh, which is great. This, yeah. this is the Asian version of the game. It's got full English English support, which the previous Railfan did not. The problem is they took out the best part of Railfan, which is these multiple camera angles that you can select. You know, the game, this is a train simulator that uses uh, re- real full motion video, high definition full motion video. I mean, it's compressed a lot, but it's, I think it's the source is high definition. Uh, and it's sort of fun to drive the train and, you know, switch through the camera angles and, and it's sort of relaxing. Blow the uh, horn. You got the, in the, in the original rail fan, you've got the view. Yeah, you blow the horn. You can do the windshield wiper. You, uh, they had three different camera angles. You had the one, you know, looking out the front window of the train. Mm-hmm. You had an overhead view from a helicopter that mm-hmm. fly, that was flying over the train. And then you had stationary cameras set up all over the track to give it sort of like a cinematic. And you could yeah. switch you could switch through all of them just by clicking a button. So it was really cool. Like you could, you know, there's a lot to look at. So what view are you stuck with? You you're stuck with a first person view. That sucks. And that really sucks. Yeah, it sucks a lot. So, and it's only one line. You'd only have this one Taiwan line. So it's not really a true on. sequel then. It sounds more it's like not. an expansion. It's like an expansion, but you don't need the game. So it's very difficult for me to recommend this game, despite the fact that it has full English support, just because it's missing the best part, which is you know those multiple viewpoints. Um, if you are looking for a taste of Railfan and... I don't know. It's sixty bucks. It's 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 difficult for me to recommend. It's just there's not that much stuff you can it's do. It's sixty bucks. Well, it's a PlayStation Three game. Yeah, no, but it's not a full. It doesn't. It's got one level. I know, I know. So you can like yeah, and they have these little tour. You can take a tour of different 
a restaurants and stuff. They have like a get, map get, and you get can... some stinky tofu and yeah, it's. I was disapp- I was very disappointed. Have actually. you ever had stinky tofu? What's stinky tofu? It's the official dish of Taiwan. I have not. You should try and see if they have it anywhere in Japan. I'm sure they do. I have a Taiwanese friend here, my friend uh, Chien. Ask your Taiwanese friend where you can get, and you have to say just like this, where can I get the stinkiest stinky tofu? And then YouTube it. Chien also said that um, when we were talking about- A million views, I'm telling you. A million views. A million views. We were talking about my upcoming child, and he was very- (laughs) He's like, oh, this is before we knew if it was a boy or a girl. And he's like, oh, you know, do you do you want it to be a boy or a girl? And I said, you know, I I probably prefer a boy, but, you know, it doesn't matter really. And he's like, oh, no, no. He's like, a girl. We say that a girl is a curse from God. It's a punishment from God. <laughs> In Taiwan, I guess. Uh, well, you know, that's why I'm not Taiwanese, I guess. I, uh, I you know. That's probably not why. It's probably because you weren't. Born, Born in Taiwan. In Taiwan. Yeah, it's to that's Taiwanese a good parents. Okay, so Railfan 2, I got to give it the thumbs down. I'm sorry. We got to sort of hope that Railfan 1 gets localized. There you go. We'll wait for a true Railfan 2. This is like really Railfan 1.5. Okay, uh, did you play the Heavenly Sword demo? I did. What'd you think? It was all right. It's short. It was very short. Um, it remind is, reminds me a lot of uh, God of War. It reminds a lot of people of God of War. I can definitely see that, except for you know the no jump, which is kind of weird. Yeah, that was a little weird. But uh, it's like, it is. It's a lot like uh, God of War, but without jumping. It has a lot of those, um, like, hit the button at the right time moments. Yes. But uh, other than that, yeah, it's, you know, it's a game. I think it'll meet people's expectations. I mean, I don't think anyone's, I don't know, people really expecting this to be a, uh, a system seller of that mm, game. I don't think anyone's expecting it to be. I, I hope not. <laughs> Seems like a decent enough exclusive, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, you know, it's nice to have a game on the on the PS3 that not might be good. I, don't, I mean, based on the two-minute demo, does it make me want to spend 60 bucks on it? No. Right. But a rent it. It would definitely get a rent it. It would get a rent it at this stage, yes. Okay. So, oh, I, uh, at my party last weekend, uh, my friend Camp and Kev, who we're supposed to, we're supposed to go sometime soon to, he's going to build me a new computer. Very nice. Um, cause my, my computer is so slow now. I don't know what happened. It just like, it takes like five minutes for it to turn on. And now for some reason, when I push buttons on my keyboard, like, the letters, the wrong letters come on. I think it's time for a new computer. It might be time. So we're going to go shopping in Akihabara. He's going to build me something. Uh, he lent me Guitar Hero 80s edition. Oh, what would you think? Well, he really loves it. Okay. I mean, for me, there's a few songs on there that I like. Like, you know, I like the cheesy 80s songs on that. It's got what a Tender is the Night is on that, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, but also Toto, not Toto, Asia, Heat of the Moment. Heat of the Moment, yep. I wish there was Toto on there. Right. <laughs> um, so they, you know, and they have uh, 18 in Life and uh, some other songs like that. I mean, it seems pretty good. It seems like if you're into that type of music, you'll like the game. Now, my friend Camp and Kev, he thinks that it's 
it's definitely worth it. He was reading a review on uh, some place where they said 30 songs for $50 is not worth it. He's like, oh, it's definitely worth it. In fact, he paid $75 because he had to pay the extra $25 in shipping, <laughs> you know, to get it here. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. From, no, from I get GameStop. it. That's how much they charge at GameStop. It's $25. Um, but he says it's definitely worth it. Um, I might, I would download it off of uh, for the 360. What would you pay? Would you pay 30 bucks? Or I mean, uh, 50 I, bucks? Uh, I don't know. For download, no. If I can't have like a physical copy, but I would probably do 30. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, he really liked it. For me, I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to see it on the Xbox 360, frankly. Okay. <laughs> there it is. All right, then. What's next? What's next? Let us move on. Oh, no, we got a few PS3 uh, news items. Uh, there's DVR functionality is on the way in 2008, early 2008. Sony has announced that it will, they will be adding a digital TV tuner, which is uh, something that Microsoft had announced a while ago, but we haven't heard much about it since. Hmm. You know, I mean, since the PS3s come with these, you know, 60 gigabyte hard drives, yeah. uh, Seems like it makes a lot of sense. It does. It makes a good amount of sense. And you could add another hard drive anyway. All right. And now Sony is crowing about their... There's a lot of... People are questioning the fact. Like, is Blu-ray really necessary? Do we really need... Was it 50 gigabytes of storage? I've said it myself. Is Blu-ray necessary? Right. Well, in a recent interview somewhere, uh, the makers of Project Gotham Racing... It was on the uh, forums. The bizarre forums. forums. Oh, it was on their forums. Okay. Yeah, so one of the guys who made Project Gotham Racing Four for the Xbox 360 was talking about why they couldn't fit on night and day, night and day on the disc, and he said because we'd have to put, you know, basically a texture textures for each of those scenarios, right? Yes. And they just ran out of room on the disc. So now uh, Dave Carricker, the PR guy from Sony. You know, is basically crowing now and saying, you know, we took a lot of heat at launch for including Blu-ray and PS3. Now it looks like that investment is being justified. Next generation games simply need more space on the disc to contain all that high def content. Take a look at Layer, for example, already pushing 25 gigabytes of content. And that is a first generation title, which was delayed. and the re- somebody reviewed it and it got a bad score. Was it EGM? I think. Did they review it? I thought the game yeah. wasn't even uh, ready for release. Well, they it was supposed to come out soon though. Yeah, it's supposed to come out in two weeks. It's been delayed until September. September. Okay. Well, I thought EGM gave it a, a six, a five, or six. Really? Yeah. Well, that's too bad. I was sort of looking forward to this. Although, uh, you know, I really want there to be games with dragons, but I don't really want there to be a flying on a dragon like that doesn't. Doesn't throw me too much. I want to fight dragons, not be dragons. Right. Yeah. Dragons are so underused in games. Why is that? Hmm. I mean, do you agree? Talk about a, an enemy, a classic boss that just doesn't show up really often enough. The big honking yeah. dragon. Right. It's like a old. That's an old school enemy. Yeah. Literally. Literally old school. Even in even in my my glorious big O game. No dragons. Yeah, it's hmm. so missing. <laughs> the big, the big O game. You're, big, you're, you're afraid o. to say it. Oh yeah, I won't say it out loud anymore. 
You can show us your O face. <laughs> oh, oh. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, when they re-released Fable, they brought a, put a dragon in there. Just one, though. But, yeah. Okay, should we move on to Microsoft? Anything else, Sony, you wanted to touch on? Uh, No, not really. I'm All trying right. to think, no. Sony's good. Yeah. I know uh, Everybody's Golf is out in Japan now for PS3. They didn't release anything this week for the PS3. I don't I don't know if I'm interested in that, in a arcade-style golf game that's going to be in Japanese. Yeah, I don't, yeah, no, not yeah. so much. Okay, let's move on to Microsoft. All right, what do we got in the 360 uh, world? I did just get an email from Major Nelson saying that... Uh, he th- that he's looking on eBay for a toilet. Nice. For his Japanese toilet. Uh, there are way more than... Okay. And then he wants to... And if he doesn't have one by the Tokyo Game Show, he wants me to come shopping with him. I think you should. And I think you should uh, YouTube it. Right. And he also said that he enjoyed my video. Great video. Okay. Tell him Wombat says hi. No. Please. <laughs> Wombat, the guy that called you a vagina clown, says hi. Yes. Say so, uh, thanks for watching. Wombat says hi. I think that should be All the right. only response. The big news from Microsoft. A couple of big items from Microsoft this week. Uh, the first, uh, not directly from Microsoft, but leaked via retail flyers, as seems to be the trend these days. Uh, Circuit City flyer is showing that the price drop is coming on all systems. You know, we talked. We had the scoop on uh, the Toys R Us flyer. Showing mm-hmm. that the premium system was dropping down to three hundred and fifty dollars. Um, in fact, the same guy that sent the Circuit City flyer to Joystick, he sent it to me, but I was sleeping because it was, you know, he sent it to Ouch. me in the middle of the night here. So that could have been our scoop too if I wasn't if he had sent it to me at a different time or I was, you know, hey, once the kid comes, I'll probably be up all night. So there you go, still be in twenty four hours a day. Uh, so the, the the story here here is starting August twelfth, or at least that's when the ads uh, go into effect. Uh, the core system is dropping to two hundred and eighty dollars, so that only gets a twenty dollar drop. The premium system is, gets a fifty dollar drop down to three fifty, and the elite is getting a thirty dollar drop down to four fifty. Four fifty. Four fifty. So I think a lot of people were disappointed. I mean, going. Oh man, I just cracked my elbow on the desk. Oh. A lot of the a lot of the cags were disappointed. I think with the price drops. I mean, they were. I think they were cool with the premium price drop, but the fact that the core system only got a twenty dollar price drop, I think they were expecting at least fifty. Yeah, you know. I mean, cags will complain pretty much about anything. I think most people wanted wise. a bigger core drop anyway because they want the backup. But even still, you like... You need, like, a backup system with your Xbox 360 because, as I mentioned last time, the thing is made out of cardboard and paper mache. So dude, mine, Yeah, I got the red rings again. I mean, basically, I have to do the towel trick every every four or five days, I think, is what it comes down to, uh, to give it life again. And as I mentioned last week, is it? it's not even worth buying another one or getting this one fixed because... It doesn't really matter. Like they don't, they're not making them properly yet. There's no reason to believe that the you know if I send my That's one what's back. Even worse. You know how 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 infuriating a statement that really is, though. They know course, they're not terrible. making them correctly, but they're still making them that way. Well, I think now they're they're going to be they're pumping. I think what's being manufactured now are the new 
65 is that, nanometer is that confirmed? ones. I thought that wasn't confirmed. But yet. I don't think they're on the they're not on the shelves yet. Yeah. So for me, like if I'm gonna let's say I can somehow get my 360 fixed for free, you know, like yes. I can send it to either Microsoft Japan, well, or Microsoft America is gonna fix it for free and cover the shipping, which that makes no sense because it's gonna cost two hundred dollars in shipping, you know, round trip at least. More, actually, I'm sure. So, like, even if they can fix it for free locally in Japan, that means I'm going to be without my 360 for, what, a month about? Is that a fair? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. About a month? You know, four weeks? Three or four weeks? Best case scenario? Yeah, I think my last one was like four weeks, wasn't it? Okay, so three or four weeks, best case scenario. And then the thing I get back, you know, who's to say that that's not going to break in a week or two? Like, yours broke, right? Didn't yours break again? Not since I got my third one. <laughs> the third one, but the right, yeah. But the second one broke. Second one broke, yeah. So I don't. So I don't. It's just like I might as well just keep doing the towel trick. You can keep doing that, and it's you know. I guess I'm, you know. I don't really know too much about this. I guess it's sort of impossible to do like a retail recall where Microsoft removes okay. all the current ones out there. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that installed. up. I'm glad you brought that up. So people like I think the, the guy on News Newsweek blog mm-hmm. and and guy Wombat, yes, and not and gay as you were calling him last week. <laughs> Actually, ah. I believe you called him and homo. Didn't you yeah. call him and homo? That's exactly what I called them. Yes. No, mm. we're just kidding. Uh, big ups to and guy. Uh, he was saying that he thought that Microsoft should offer a uh, a recall, full blown recall. Now, there's no way that's going to happen, just because no. of the, the bad press. They could do a quiet, stu- super stealth recall where they have, you know, the retailers quietly. Ship back. Yeah, ship With, back. Like I, like I just said. Yeah, exactly. Something quiet, I guess. I don't know. What would you call that? A soft recall or something? I, you, I don't know. I, that's, a, that's a good phrase. I'll take it. Soft recall. All right. They could do something like that, and it, it's in their best interest to do that. Because the only problem is we as a gaming community would have to collectively agree to not bitch about it when it happens. Because, well, look, yeah, well, that's not going to happen. Exactly, obviously. and that's why they won't do it. But it's in their best interest to do so, and here's why. I mean, r- repairing broken 360s costs them money. It's got to cost them just as much money as... Telling Best Buy to ship back all those broken ones and swapping them out with new ones. Yes. You know, it's got to be about the same. And if these ones aren't going to break, it'll help them in the long run. Because a lot of of people who have them that are broken, they have them on their Best Buy warranties and Best Buy loses a bundle. Yeah. So it makes sense if they can do it quietly. I mean, I'm sure we'll all find out about it, you know, gaming community. But, you know. As long yep. as it's not like a mainstream thing. Anyway, moving on, uh, some big Halo news this week. Four-player online co-op. That's Wombat. really good news. That's uh, that's a biggie. So that is huge. I mean, there was there were rumors going around that there was going to be no co-op whatsoever, but Bungie has said not just two-player, but four-player. Is that I, is going to be awesome? I meant to look this up, and maybe I should have, and maybe I don't know if you did. Because okay. when, when they were saying no co-op, were they saying, because, you know, like a, it, was, it was only a couple of weeks ago, we should look for the semantics and see if they were saying, no, there will be no two-player co-op. Yeah, maybe that's what they did to be tricky. Yeah, to be jerks. But this is great news. I mean, 
I played when I played Gears of War the you know the first time through. I played it through co-op. I didn't even play it by myself. Gears and I think co-op I would, is fun. And I think I would like to do the same thing with Halo Three. Just the first time I play it through, I'd like to do the whole thing co-op. Maybe I'll play with you. You may not be good enough to play. Nah, probably not. I'm not. Nah, but you, you we could we could see. You know, there's four people, so <laughs> I we could balance four you of out. Us, though I was gonna say, so someone's gonna. So and the game comes out in September. It's very soon. I know. I know. Oh, it's sooner than you'd think, my friend. Yeah, and my birthday is soon too. Really? September it's good, 9th. It's a good thing you have friends that play Asia. Mm, that's right. <laughs> Maurice brought me uh, some more Hong Kong treats, like the uh, little pastries and cookies and stuff. Oh, nice. He brings that every time. Cool. But, uh, anyway, okay. Uh, I talked about my busted 360. Um, oh, I finished the Mass Effect book. What happens at the end? It really just leads up to the game. And, you know, this, to tell you the truth, the book, you know, it's not fine literature or anything like that. But it is a, you know, it is an interesting read and it does provide some, it provides background on some of the Mass Effect stories, such as the alien races and, you know, how the humans wound up getting into space. And, you know, the main villain of the game, Saren, is, you know, a main character in the book. So did, speaking def- of races, did you read that article? I just completely cut you off, but who cares? Uh, did you read the article about the woman that's infuriated by Resident Evil 5? Why? Because, oh, because it takes place in Africa? Yeah, because you're killing uh, African-American. Well, not African-American. African African-American, zombies? African zombies. Black black people. The it's Europeans a white man. Complain, it's a white man right? killing black people. Right. Resident Evil 4 is all Europeans. They didn't complain. They're uh, Spanish. They're from Spain. Right, so yeah. screw that. Anyway, listen. So, Mass funny. Effect yeah. book. If you're interested in Mass Effect, I would definitely recommend you know going to your library and grabbing this book. I mean, it's pretty cheap on Amazon. Amazon too. It's <laughs> going like 10, to your 10 library. Or li- there's still libraries, right? I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, cheap ass gamers. Why pay for the book if you can get it for free? Yeah. I just, and it's a I quick just read. Can't I mean, your your local library carrying the Mass Effect book. Why not? Don't they have everything? No, no, not necessarily. Uh, I mean, you know. Well, you know, maybe you share it. It's like ten bucks or something, paperback. Uh, you know, maybe you share it with your friend or something. I mean, it's very quick read. You read it, you finish it in a week, no problem. But uh, I think it's it's nice to be able to go into the Mass Effect game with a little background already, because that was one of the problems that I had with um, Knights of the Old Republic. Is like the story was. A little difficult to follow. Yeah, who knows throwing. anything about Star Wars? No, 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 no. But you know a lot of this stuff is What like, is this? Takes what, place. The, what the? What's they're, a lightsaber? No, but a lot of this. Like what's the a, races, what is that, a droid? What the hell is a droid? The alien races. And stuff. It takes place before Star Wars, wise guy. And a lot of this stuff is not mentioned in Star Wars. So, like, the alien races, alien races are Whatever. pretty alien to you. You don't know yeah. what the, but you need the background. So. You stupid Mon Calamari. Anyway, enough, enough about that. Uh, Darkness, I've been playing more of the Darkness. Uh, it's a good game, but I can tell that, you know, and I'm probably, you know, more than halfway through, I'm sure. Uh, I can tell that Bioshock is just going to blow this away. I mean, it's just Bioshock is an epic, I think a game of epic proportion. Well, that game already got some great reviews. OXM gave Bioshock 10, a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I mean, just for the atmosphere and, you know, the creepiness factor and the, the art design, the style, you know, 
Darkness doesn't measure up to that. So that game comes out soon, right? Next yeah, week? Ne- is it next week or two weeks? Uh, oh, maybe two weeks. Right, right. So, I don't know. Darkness is is definitely a solid rental, but $60, I don't think so. That's what I was thinking. I'm glad I didn't Okay. Uh, one last thing, or two last things for Microsoft. Uh, some new. F- you just picked up Forza 2, Wombat, for free from your new PR friends. Just in time for some free downloadable cars. Uh, Nissan is uh, or Nissan is uh, sponsoring their tor- Nissan tournament pack includes a Nissan Altima yep a Sentra and a 350Z well I still uh, have my 1994 Nissan Sentra so I'm going to be sure to download that what do you mean in real life in real life I have a 1994 Nissan Sentra my dad just bought an Altima actually he is likes it, it is it a 2007 yeah, he just bought, no, he just bought it, so I'm sure it, I'm oh, sure it is. It could, could be an older model. No, um, and also the 350Z, and then there's a pay car, uh, the Peugeot number eight turbo diesel 908 for 50 points, so that's 62 cents. That's not bad. What do you think about them releasing? Well, here's like a cool thing I think. Obviously, Nissan is doing this because it's basically a commercial. Yeah, it's a sponsor. They're sponsoring those cars, and those cars aren't... You know, no one's thinking to myself, you know what this game needs? It needs a (laughs) Nissan Sentra. Right. I was kicking ass with my Porsche, but now I need a Sentra. Yeah, so I can Um, understand that. It's pretty a good... It's a pretty good idea, I think. Like, you know, like, soon we're going to be seeing, like, the Doritos car and the Sprite car and all that. But that's a good idea. I mean, it's free. Nobody can complain about that. Nope. And it's a running um, commercial. It's a running commercial. I'd much rather have them release stuff like this than have them blocking up my Transformers des- uh, you know, dashboard theme yeah. with a stupid sprite ad that I can't even click on. Yeah. Um, and then they're releasing... Oh, so we said the, the 50-point one. That's, you think that's a fair price for one car, Wombat? It is. I think it's a... I mean, yeah. 62 yeah, cents. Can't go, yeah. 62 cents. I don't think you can go wrong with that. No, you really I can't waiting, too much. No, I'm waiting for my 1982... Pontiac Trans Am, so I can make kit. There you go. I already got the General Lee, so. Yeah, I'm surprised you yeah, don't have that. Definitely uh, get on that, guys. Get me my Trans Am. Uh, yeah, 50, 50 points is a good price for that, and certainly, you know, they're not forcing you to buy a bundle, unlike those Guitar Hero packs. I was going to so. say, if the, if the Guitar Hero songs were 50 points each, it would be a much different story with those. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd have all of them. Mm-hmm. Now, Wombat, you came across something on Craigslist. This is actually places. forwarded to me by a friend, who okay. uh, you know, because I was complaining about my job, so he emailed this to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a new position that's available, and I'm, it's very interesting on a, for a couple of reasons. One is because he found it on Craigslist, which you know, it's there's nothing wrong with finding a job on Craigslist. I found my current position through Craigslist, but for Microsoft and Xbox to be posting jobs right. on craigslist to me just seems very strange plus is that this is a seems like a fairly high level position this is an extremely high level position it's for their global media manager which is basically like their contact with all the ad companies is that all the ad agencies and pr firms and everything I mean, they're looking for someone with, uh, you know, six years experience and preferably a master's degree and, you know, lots of, lots of stuff. Right. right. And they're willing, they're willing to relocate someone. 
Right. You should uh, serious include the link with the bonus features on the, uh, I, this episode. I absolutely will. Maybe maybe one of our guys will get the job. That would be neat. They could hook us up with exactly, something. and then they can give me a job as their assistant. Yes, always thinking about yourself, Wombat. Okay. Oh come on. Of course That's I fair. am. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> I know. Uh, shall we move on to some video game shopping news? Yes. We talked a bit about the Xbox 360 price drop. Uh, Circuit City is starting up a game. What's it called? Circuit City Gamer Gamers Savings, Savings Club. Club. So. For 20 bucks a year, you get a 10% discount on all video games, PC games, and accessories, and more. It looks like they're going to have some special promotions. Um, but you'll get a year membership for free if you buy any game console or handheld. So Circuit City taking a page out of uh, EB GameStop with their... Yeah, but this isn't unused. It's on new? Right. This is on anything, it looks like. See, that's all pretty cool. video games. So that seems like it could be worth it for uh, for the CAG, yeah. the CAG shopper. If I can get my hands on a free membership and knowing that I can, if I go to Circuit City, I can get a $60 game for $54. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. And it sounds like it's going to work when the games are on sale too. So, <laughs> so this was revealed in the weekly ad, uh, thanks to Speedy. Uh, also uh, coming up on this Sunday... Uh, there's not that much great stuff in, in this week's ad uh, that starts uh, August 5th. Uh, Best Buy has a couple things on sale, though. The Guitar, he- here, uh, Guitar Hero 80s edition, uh, 40 bucks, So save 10 bucks on that. And Ghost Recon 2 for 360 is 40 bucks. Cool. So there you go. Uh, also, as you may or may not have noticed, we're getting some weekly CAG offers from GameQuest Direct. The CAGs have spoken, and they said, yes, give GameQuest Direct another chance. And uh, there's some nice deals in here, Wombat. Uh, we've got Gun for the 360 for $14. Really? I didn't even yeah. know that. Oh, I didn't know that. If you go to the front page of Cheap Ass Gamer, you'll see the big the big post uh, from July 31st. Uh, you've got, I mean, I don't want to read all of them, but you got Conductra for the DS for $9, which is a puzzle game that's, you know, you know $30 game last time I checked. Um, you got uh, Family Guy for the PSP for $14. Uh, Hoshigami Remix for $19. Uh, also, there's a very nice price on God of War 2. Which uh, they asked me not to post it on the front page <laughs> because of, for fear of retribution. Uh, but I guess I can mention in the show uh, God of War 2. For thirty bucks. Wow, not bad. Twenty twenty nine bucks actually, I oh, think. I have it, but uh So there's there's coupon don't. codes that you need to use for all of these games. So check out the front page post on CAG and there's more deals there as well. So give cool. it a shot. Yeah. Okay, on to the news blast. For the news items that we don't cover during the uh the big three segment. <laughs> uh Rock Band doing very well. At the Game Critics Awards, the E3 2007 Game Critics Awards, uh, picking up three awards for best, I guess, for being best game or something like that. I may get uh, to ma- play that game sooner than later, by the way. 
I think you'll enjoy it very much. Hopefully, I won't screw things up and they'll let me play right. it. <laughs> exactly. You need to play it. It's very important, Wombat. I know. I just can't screw that. things up is really what it comes down to. It's... What are you going to screw up? I don't know. We all know I can pull it off somehow, though. <laughs> right. You could call them a vagina clown or something yes, like that? Yes. I could say, hey, I can't wait to play your vagina game. <laughs> so, uh, Mass Effect also picked up two awards. And uh, as you know, remember in my E3 article, I said that Electronic Arts was the uh, best third-party publisher. They picked; they are the most winning publisher, there picking up six awards. Yeah, but this is so, where you failed miserably. Where wins by platform? What Xbox 360 got eleven. I thought you said that your favorite was. Uh... No, that's what I said. I said Xbox 360. Yeah. I said Xbox 360 has the best lineup uh for this year yeah i guess so of 2007 is what i said yes so i am not wrong never wrong wombat yes i'm thinking only misunderstood uh, yeah that's true okay uh ea ceo john ricatello 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 is not blaming the ps lagging ps3 sales for their problem but just sort of pointing out that the reason that EA isn't doing as well as expected is maybe they backed the wrong horse, Wombat. Oh, says, I say that to myself every day. <laughs> so there's been some unexpected strength with the Wii, and the PS3 hasn't yet performed as well as we expected it to. That probably has had a bigger impact than any other factor on our margins. So, yeah, a lot of companies uh, a little late getting on board the Wii. I mean... I can't blame them, really. I mean, it was a risky bet. I mean, if it's you know, it I, I know that you know when you thinking about it in hindsight, it's just well, what's risky about it. But it was very, it's very different. No one knew how it was gonna do. Nintendo's home console track record wasn't that phenomenal at the time, and you know, it's very difficult to invest a few million dollars into something that isn't a sure thing. Right, so now we're starting to see the games come out for the Wii that I guess we would have seen closer to launch if uh, EA was more, you know, was aboard earlier. So Boogie, I think, is coming out pretty soon. Yeah, maybe next week. I think they had a uh, next two weeks. I was watching the best, you know, best week ever on VH1. Yep, and they had a promo where they had the the like the talking heads playing Boogie. Oh, how'd it look? I mean, I think it looks like it could. I mean, it's a very simple type of game, but yeah, I think it, cute. it looks like it could sell well. Yeah. I don't think it's going to get, it's going to review more than like a seven. You know. Mm, you never know. But that's, but whatever. I think it's, you know, there's not that many titles out there for the Wii that, that were, you know, especially ones that are made specifically for the Wii. True. Only for the Wii. <laughs> All right, Wombat, the U.S. government has been cracking down on mod chips. The uh, Immigration and Customs Enforcement uh, Agency from nearly two dozen cities executed 32 search warrants in the past 24 hours, putting together a, a giant crackdown on mod chips. Okay. I guess like all the all the stores in Chinatown are <laughs> being shut down <laughs> left and right. They haven't really announced any of the stores that they've gone after, just that they've gone after them, gone after stores. All right. Uh, also, uh, the New York Post is suing uh, Uwe Boll, right? That's how you say his name? Uwe, Robert? yes. It's Uwe. Uwe. You, you've corrected me before. Uh, for copyright infringement, uh, 
he <laughs> he made a website. You can go to postal-themovie.com forward slash mag, right? And there's something called the New York Postal. Uh, and they basically, the layout is exactly like the New York Post. Oof. That's not very smart. No. So they are basically yeah, suing him for that. Yeah, it's still up, too. I can't believe that. Yeah. He could be down it's, by now. Nah, he's, he's going to milk it for a little bit, I'm sure. To get the free publicity. And he's complaining that they are, like, bashing his movie and whatever. It doesn't change the fact that he's stolen the layout of the New York Post and only changed two letters. <laughs> he added AL to it. <laughs> you know? Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's move on to the CAG bag, Wombat. Cause <laughs> okay. Did you want to do this last story? Uh, I was still reading the postal. No, it's oh. okay. Well, the last story is just two kids walked into a robbery in GameStop in, in Arlington, Texas. Uh, two robbers were going through the store with their guns, you know, telling the, the register jockeys to hand over the high-end video equipment. Uh, and two little kids walked in, and it was down on the floor for them. But we don't. And the other half of the story is, of course, those kids were able to disarm the bandits and shoot them down with moves that they learned in Grand Theft Auto. Absolutely, of course. <laughs> no, I mean. So I guess you know, for you guys who all complain about your bad GameStop experiences, having to wait in line for a long time while the clerks try to figure out how to do trade-ins or. You know, they can't get the games to ring up properly. At least you don't get a gun drawn on you. Yeah, true. So, that's good. On to the CAG bag, Wombat. Okay. Link Pones says, Chibi, now that you have a little one crawling around, what will be your policy with him and mature-rated games? I know that he obviously isn't going to be playing GTA out of the crib, but when he starts getting older and sees daddy's games, where will you draw the line at what he can and cannot play? I mean, I think I'm going to play that by ear. Definitely keep those. I think you know, those I think violent. He's going to be rebellious anyway and want to do math. He'll want to do math, and he knows his dad is really bad at math. Um, yeah, I think we'll wait and see. But yeah, I'm going to keep away the the violent games until I feel that uh, he's able to handle it. Yeah, I mean, you got to. Every kid is different, and it's up to a, a the parent to decide what he can handle and what is appropriate for them. I mean, my parents decided that I was not mature enough to see an R-rated movie until I was 24. So <laughs> I think I'll, you know. You're still I'll not mature enough to see an R-rated movie. No. He also wanted to know, why did I wait so long to tell Wombat and the rest of the CAG community? Yeah. Well, that that was the the Mrs. call there. She, uh, I wanted to, to say tell uh, months ago, but she she said, you can tell them after E3. That was what I was, that was the edict that was handed down to me even me well i figured it would be more fun to tell you oh on i the see air. so that was your that was your call. that part was my doing but you i say, didn't tell anybody. i know your wife and and she would uh she likes i know me. yeah she pretends that she likes you <laughs> i mean she likes you but uh, no i just figured it'd be more fun i like to save stuff uh for the air um Zur, Zurezo says, great show, guys. Keep it up. And it will be no time before you, in no time before you guys start getting paid for this. Uh, well, we talked it, about that earlier. It's only been two years. Uh, <laughs> well, right. My question is simple. Did you guys put stickers on your Guitar Hero controllers or leave them blank? 
Well, my PS2 Guitar Hero controller has stickers on it. The problem is they, they tend to peel at the edges after a while, and they don't look so good. Mine, mine are both blank. In fact, the there's a little piece of there's some plastic on the on the actual strumming bar, and that is it's been shedding. It's plastic. Really, mine. They're not mine stickers. Not, I'm playing with mine right now, and it doesn't seem to be uh, having any problems. My, my 360 controller is blank, though. I have not put any stickers on that. There you go. You learned your lesson. EC Mazza wants to know, what are your thoughts on downloadable games, uh, marketplaces, and gift giving? I have found that parents, loved ones, etc. are less likely to give you a gift of Microsoft or Wii points than they are to purchase a game as a gift. Well, I think... Yeah, I... Oh, go you, ahead. I was going to say, it's it's probably because most of the time you don't want to give someone a gift where you know exactly how much they spent. Oh. That's considered bad etiquette. But yeah, but they sell gift cards for stores and stuff, and you I know, know exactly with the dollar that's, amount. That's considered a bad gift. Yeah, it is. I don't yeah. know. I'll take yeah. anything. Well, so will I. I'm not saying I wouldn't appreciate the gift or wouldn't like it. And I actually think that would be a fine gift. I'd be very happy to get some some Microsoft or Wii points as a gift. So sure. In fact, I think uh, here's some free advice for those two companies and Sony too. Why not make a special gift edition of those cards with a little bow on them or, or put like some holiday print on them? Or I'll, I'll see your suggestion and up you one. Okay. How about emails with the codes in them? But that's even weaker, though. Then you don't even have something to gift wrap. Yeah, you could, you could, yeah, then you can have it, though. Like you could say, oh, you know, click here to forward it directly to your Xbox. I don't know. Hey. I think you need. I think. I think uh, people. I mean, that's even worse. I think you need. It, it's well, certainly convenient. Not if, well, what if it's like, say, you're in Japan. Well, that I, I like the idea. Buy personally. someone Wii points as a gift. Look, I like. They you should do that too. You can get them the points in an email. I'm saying, yeah, both. Or do like both. my okay. my grandmother lives in Florida. She yeah, can, she needs Wii points. She can send me Wii points from the internet. Yes, I think it's a good idea. Okay, Desert Eagle 19 says, is retail, or asks, is retail morality declining? Let me explain. Recently, Circuit City la- laid off thousands of their higher paid employees and then took aboard lower wage replacements. This past week, we witnessed the sale on point cards at Circuit City. At least 12 stores in the Southern California region did not have point cards on the store opening Sunday morning. Most weren't offering rain checks. How can a store have a huge sale and not have the inventory to match a minimal amount of demand? Do you think the top brass cares? Has the consumer's mental construction of retail service been changed? I've been burned many times by GameStop, Best Buy, and Circuit City, but keep coming back. Well, I don't think it's declining at all. I think it's probably about the same as it ever was. No, it's not the same as it was. There was once a time when all there were were mom and pop stores. Well, yes. Okay, there you go. There you go. That's a good point. And Circuit City, you know, has to look at the bottom line. And well, they don't. You know, they're they're. I think they're a publicly held company. Uh, so they, you know, this the lay the layoffs were a cost saving measure. Of course, you would imagine that that would give the the customer a a less a poorer experience in the store when you're laying off your more experienced workers and taking on minimum wage people uh the customer experience uh, you'd think would be not as good as it was before uh with regard to that circuit the recent sale with the uh 
spend twenty buy any twenty dollar Xbox Live accessory, get get uh, twenty dollars off. Well, buy any two. I'm sorry. Uh, I think that was sort of a mistake on their part in the ad. They didn't mean to picture those twenty dollar point cards. But they, they sort did. of. But they did, and as Shipwreck pointed out uh, in the forum thread, that Circuit City has a real problem on their hands with this because this is not the first time that they've had this type of uh, mess go on. In fact, it's very common that their website is not updated to reflect these sales until several days after they have been in effect in the stores. It seems like, yeah, you know, they... They need a little help in that department. Well, you Literally. know, it's why would they make effort to do something where they lose money? Yeah, I, I mean, think, think of it that way. Why, who's going to go out of their way to lose? Well, it was money? a mistake. They make a, so don't make mistakes then, which you know are going to have customers come to your store and then you know which can only end in you losing money. You got to be careful. I mean, how hard is it? You put that's together just an it ad. though. As he says it in his own in this in his own question, but I keep coming back. Well, of course, there's not, there's no mom and pop stores anymore. There's very few, so you're gonna keep coming back, and they know it, and so you're screwed. You know, so you're screwed. They can do whatever they want. All right, Wizard of Cuz four one two six wants I, I, to I, know. I believe it's Wizard of Cause. Cause, sorry. Oh, I get it. Did I read this question last week? I don't know. What is the import scene like in Japan? I'm so used to hearing about importing games from Japan. I always wanted to know if Japanese gamers import American games. It must have some business since there is a mod chip for the Japanese Wii that enables it to play American games, as you said in previous CADcasts. Well, there are import stores in in Japan. Akihabara has a few of them. Uh, That's where I go usually to pick up uh, American games. Or Play Asia is actually a better choice. It's uh, cheaper usually. Um, yeah, Japanese gamers do play American games. It's, I guess the import scene is, is pretty much the same as it is in America. You know, it's definitely not mainstream, just like as it's not in America, but, uh, you do see stores carrying American games. So there is a market for them here, although it is a smaller market and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. Gunnam wants to know if we're still playing our Wii, and if so, what games or games are in our current rotation? Oh, you can no. go first. Yeah. No. Okay, well, you answered for me, so we might as well move on to the next question. Okay, so, I mean, I want to play it. I just, I haven't found the game. Um, but, like I said, I think I'm going to order the American, American yeah, Wii. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. I mean, I, I want to play my Wii. I don't dislike the console. Right. I just, I don't know, I find myself wanting to play just a different type of game that's not available on that console yet. You know, I've been very much enjoying my resurgence of Rainbow Six, and I really like playing Bomberman Live online, and I still like playing the dreaded O game, and there are no games like that available on the Wii. Do you like think it's the three. control a control issue? Like, it's just the, it's like the, you don't like the controller, or the controller doesn't... Lend itself well to the types of games that you're looking for. I don't know if it, that that could very well be a possibility. It's also very daunting. Being I've mentioned it before, it's not really designed for the left-handed person. No. Oh. Which which is an issue I tend to have with a lot of with with some games. Um, 
yes, I know that most games have the option to flip it over, but that to me feels even more awkward. Right. So yeah. it's like this. It's like a no-win situation for for like true left-handed people like myself. And that also may yeah. be part of the problem because I'm left-handed, but I'm accustomed to using the gamepad. Yep. So just this, but when you flip it around, all you're really doing would be like flipping around what the analog sticks do on a on a gamepad, and that's that would just be so confusing. That's just more confusing for me. I hear you because it still takes well, me out of my wheelhouse. Stupid wheelhouse. Yeah, I mean, for me, I just think it's the there's just the games aren't there. Well, that's part of it too. Hopefully, that'll change. Yep. I watched that. Uh, I watched the, some footage of that game, uh, the Wiki game. What's it called? Zach and Zach, Wiki or something. Yeah, Zach and Wiki. That game actually looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Right. Yeah. Uh-oh. It's just, it's like a uh, adventure game mm-hmm. slash what? It's like a platformer adventure game. It looks good. All right, I'm ordering my Wii right now. I'm playing. Sweet. Pleasure. A lot of money. What up, Pleasure? <laughs> it's four hundred and thirty-five dollars shipped. That's a lot. Don't forget to order me something too. I'm hitting confirm right now. <laughs> you can email me some Microsoft points. There it is. It's on its way. Nice. It's done. It's a done deal. Well, I already got. So now I'll have three controllers. So that's good. Nice. I still need to pick up. Wii Let's just not think about it. I'm thinking. I mean, that's a ridiculous amount of money to pay, but. Even if I got one from America for two hundred and fifty dollars, it would probably cost in shipping about a about a hundred dollars in shipping. Yeah. So, okay, it's a done deal. Let's Congrats. move on. Okay, what do we got next? Uh, Ryu Ninja nineteen eighty eight says Ryu. Hello, Chi- Ryu. Ryu. That's how you say it. No, it's Ryu. Ryu. Okay. It's a Japanese name. That's how you say it. Okay. It's R Y U. There's no Ra there. Do you see Ra? No. There you go. Um, he says, oh, he wants to know, I'm going to paraphrase him, another Wii question. He goes, uh, why are so many video game companies doubting the Wii's staying power and think the PS3 will become the market leader? So I think the guy from Sega had said that a few, a few different, uh, third party executives have mentioned that. I still think that a lot of companies are going by, um, technical strength of hardware as their basis. Right. The, the the technical specs in the PlayStation 3, love it or hate it, are impressive. Of course. I, I, I think that's And a, the 362. I'm not saying I that mean, you have to love the console, but it's a pretty impressive piece of equipment. Right. The Wii does not measure up technically to the 360 or the PS3, and I don't think anybody will really doubt that. Um, I think these companies are just concerned that, you know, while the Wii is selling very well, in maybe two or three years when, you know, imagine what the PS3 and 360 games are going to look like in two or three years. I mean, they, they should look Some of them better. already look great. I mean, you look and Some at of them already the, look yeah. amazing. Uh, imagine later down the line. So people might not be that into the Wii then, but I still think you just need to look at the Wii as a, a machine that doesn't compete with the PS3 or the 360. Machine. Does your PS3 ever go offline in the middle of a game? No. My PS3... The, the controller desyncs. Yeah, no, but that doesn't happen to me. My PS3 will knock me off off the PlayStation network. Nope, I never have that. It you happens don't use, to me And you don't use Wi-Fi, right? No. I. It's funny, though, because when I do go and if I wanted to play something online, 
when I use Wi-Fi, I stay online longer. Yeah. Well, back to the Wii for a second, yes. and 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 this guy's question. <laughs> it's all about the games. I mean, if the if they can continue to or start to put out Wii games that take advantage of the audience and the controls, then I think the Wii can continue to be successful. Um, you know, who when you show people Wii Sports, everybody likes Wii Sports. So more games like that. I think for the hardcore gamer, though. You know, the the titles that appeal to you are going to be sort of far and few between. You know, you're going to get your Metroid and your Zelda. You know, you may be... I don't think you're going to get that many titles to choose from every year. No. We'll you're see. talking about five titles, right? I mean, yeah. you're going to get your Mario game, your Zelda game, your Metroid game, and maybe a couple more, but... And Nintendogs, Wii. Nick Dr. Jr. or Dr. J. Nick Dr. J., says, uh, what are some good Japanese DS games that you've played? Uh, he's imported Oendon 2 and looking to get more. Well, if you like Oendon, you should definitely pick up uh, Band of Brothers, which is, hmm, it's like a Dance Dance Revolution type game that you play with your hands too, um, except instead of like looking at cartoon type stuff going on and comics, you're looking at what looks like uh, like MIDI sheet music, sort of. But the cool thing about that game is that it's got download download play, so you you can buy the game yourself, and then you can play it with your friends, and each of you play an instrument. So you really are like a band, you know. And it's not much of a game as it is like a toy. Yeah, but it's fun though, and I played it with uh, my wife and and her mother, and. We definitely had a good time. Uh, I'm looking at my collection to see what else. Oh, okay. I was like, where did you go? Uh, I think that that that's a good one to stick with for now. I think if you like Owen Don, you should like that. If you like music games, that's a winner. Uh, Microshock says, hey, guys, I have a question to ask of you. What do you think of games for Windows Live? I personally think it's a great move by Microsoft to synergize their Xbox Live service and their Windows service. Doesn't this sound like a... Some sort of viral marketing. It does because it's it's probably one of the worst ideas ever. Let me right. Let me read this whole thing. I personally think it's a great move by Microsoft to synergize their Xbox Live service and their Windows service. It's a great idea to let people play cross-platform, and for those people with both Xbox Live and Vista laptops, it will let them play their favorite Xbox games online on the road. It may have some problems now, but just like Xbox Live, it will become a revolutionary service. Well, thank you, PR guy. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. And his name uh, is Microshock. If that's not like... <laughs> right. I would be Microshocked if he didn't work for Microsoft. Microsoft. <laughs> that was almost um, I don't know. I mean, the buzz on, on Windows Live, games for Windows Live is sort of like, I don't know, why would people play for some pay for something that they're used to getting for free on the PC? And they're um, continuing to get for free on their PC. Look, I mean, if you have Xbox Live and you're already paying for it, you get it for free. So in that case, it's fine. You know, you can't. It's no problem there. And I like certainly like the idea of being able to check your friends list and stuff. But a revolutionary service, I don't know. It depends about who they can get on board in terms of the publisher. And, and I, I guess is that really like is that what counts for revolutionary these days? Is wow, I'm something. on my Xbox 360 and I'm playing people on their PC. It's a revolution. <laughs> Well, I don't know. It's kind of nice. I, I mean, it's nice and it's cool and it's definitely interesting. But I don't know if it's like the greatest 
revolution in video gaming of would you call it the most innovative feature of 2007? No. There you go. Probably not. Okay, Moon Knight's got a great question. What game this year do you think will have the biggest impact for their system? And he lists a few. Halo 3, Grand Theft Auto 4, Metro Prime 3, Mario Galaxy, Smash Brothers Brawl, Mass Effect, or just a few of the huge titles this year. Also, do you think whoever wins the console war this year will have a huge advantage in the future? Now, I was reading a analyst report about Microsoft this year. Okay. It was about everybody, but they, they were talking about Microsoft and they were saying how Microsoft's performance with the Xbox 360 has been pretty disappointing, despite the fact that they have a lot of good games out, uh, and that unless they're able to sell a shit ton of consoles this Christmas, they're basically screwed. Because Nintendo Wii is, in a few weeks, they'll have sold as many as Microsoft has sold. You know, and Microsoft had a full year head start. Yes. Okay. So, he says, basically, that, you know, they'll they'll never catch up if they just don't sell uh, consoles this Christmas, like, like gangbusters. Well, you know, the hardest so, thing for a video game company mm-hmm. is getting awareness of a game to the non-gamer consumer. Yep. And that's what I was talking about yesterday with, you know, three people who are, this is what they do for a living, is they drum up interesting games for people that are not gamers. So, Mm -hmm. what may be the games that, you know, that's not on his list and that might be the ones that do this, might be the games that may be the guitar heroes and the rock bands. But those are all multi-platform. Those are multi-platform. So, I mean, personally, to answer your question, Moon Knight, I think Halo 3 is going to have the biggest impact for their system. It will, because there are people that are waiting for that. And I don't know that many... And no one's... I don't think anyone's waiting on buying their Wii because of Smash Brothers. No one's saying... Uh, no one's going to pass yeah, exactly. one up in a store if they want one for Smash Brothers and don't already have one. Exactly. And, and uh, Mark Rain from Epic Games has already conceded their record-breaking Gears of War uh, sales records, you know? Yeah. Saying, oh, Halo 3 is going to blow us away. It's not even... It's, they're going to kick our ass, I think is what he said. Probably. But, but it, uh, is no, Halo, it is Halo 3. I mean, it's... When it's, Halo 2 came out, yeah. it was the biggest... On the first day, it was the most successful media product ever in the amount of money that it made in, in its first day, including, you know, movies, anything. It was the number one thing immediately. If you give uh, Bungie credit for anything, they actually created a viable franchise for an unknown uh, console at the time. Absolutely, the which Xbox is why console. Microsoft uh, bought them. <laughs> yeah, and it was a smart idea. I mean, who would have thunk, you know, that the yeah, okay. that, that Halo would be a, a, a viable product, you know, if, if you told someone that in 1999 or whenever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also wanted to know who, if, if it's important, whoever wins the console war this year will have a huge advantage in the future. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, it shapes the publishers. You know, what who's making games for your systems, systems depending on how well you do. Um, I think, I think, yeah, it is going to, They that is true. Whoever wins the war this year will have a big advantage in the future. And like these analysts said, Microsoft probably won't be able to catch up again if they if they go down this year. 
Okay, moving on. Walt J wants to know if we'll be going to PAX this year, Penny Arcade Expo. Wombat? No, I don't get vacation. No. Uh, I cannot go. Uh, I have a pregnant wife at home, and it's just I'm not able to swing two game events in two months. Unless someone finds me a new job where they'll let me go to PAX, it's not going to happen. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I need to cancel my hotel reservation. I had made a hotel reservation a long time ago. Oh, yeah, well. Uh, okay, Lincoln Prime once says, Chibi, did you get to play some of the unreleased Xbox Live Arcade titles that would be coming this year at E3? If so, what are your most anticipated and, and which is the ones sucked the most? Uh, Bomberman was probably my most anticipated, and that's out already. But Puzzle Quest, I got to play that as well. And, uh, you know, it's Puzzle Quest. And if you've ever played that game, you know how much fun it is. And you can imagine how much fun it would be to play online against somebody with your custom character so i am definitely looking forward to puzzle quest the most uh in terms of which ones suck the most uh, i don't uh, i don't know i've only i only played them very briefly so i don't want to i don't want to call anyone out on just a very which one one did you like the least currently uh there were some Underwater one, undertow, is that what it's called? Some underwater oh, shooter. You know, like... it seems like a geometry wars type game, but you're a scuba guy instead of. I don't know. I've been, I've only played yeah, it, it for like two like minutes. It sounds I only like played Jaws it for two minutes. Nintendo. Okay, temporary scars says Cheapy and Wombat with the Microsoft's game division posting big losses, Sony's difficulties with moving consoles, and the Wii's lack of games and poor market sales despite good hardware sales. Do you think this has been a bad year for gaming? Are we headed for another market crash like the one that happened in 1983? What is your opinion on the state of gaming thus far? If you think we're all headed for certain doom, then what can the industry do to align itself with the path of victory? No, absolutely not. I mean, I think the game industry is... Look, the gaming industry has overtaken movies now. Overtaken the movie industries. Um, Microsoft has always been posting big losses. And they say they're going to be profitable in 2008. Uh, Sony's problems... They'll, Sony will turn it around once the game, once they have the games. You know, they just don't have the games. That's the problem. with The, the PlayStation 3 is one problem. No games. Yeah. And I, and the Wii lack of games, yes, but the they software sales haven't been poor. I mean, we just said that Mario Party Eight sold uh, half a million copies last month. So definitely no, definitely not a bad year for gaming. It's a great year for gaming, and I would imagine next year would be even better. Uh, Doctor Zayas uh, says, uh, for me, he says, I just saw an article on how unhappy the government of Japan is with restricting whale hunting and I saw an article about how the government media is promoting whale meat eating and I saw a picture where it looked delicious have you ever eaten whale and was it tasty yes I've actually I've had whale sashimi kujira it's called Uh, and it's delicious it tastes like a cross it just tastes just like you think it would taste a cross between meat and fish which is basically what it is you know I've also had uh uh, fried Kujira, but I like the sashimi better. It's really Kujira! good. Kujira! Kujira! Ku- Kujira. I know, but the Godzilla... Um, Jekyll... Let's just finish these off, because there's only three left. Okay. Jekyll says, Don't you think Stardust HD should be the new standard by which downloadable games are judged? That game is so worth $10, it's ridiculous. And I think there are some $10 games on Xbox Live Arcade that aren't worth a steaming pile. 
Um, I like Stardust HD. I do not think it's the perfect downloadable game, though. Yeah, no either. online play. Uh, and and the games take a very long time to play through. Like, once you start, if you're any, if you're decent at all, you're basically playing at what amounts to an arcade game for over an hour. That's not such a bad thing. But it's an arcade, well, I feel like these arcade type games should be really fun for five to ten minutes. That's why I actually, I feel that that Pac-Man Championship Edition is a is should is sort of the standard uh, because I that's a game that I'll always go back to because I know that the game's going to take me exactly five to ten minutes. Yeah, there's no online play or Bomberman too, um, but I, I do know, like I'm Stardust. Trying, I'm trying HD. to think what is my perfect, what is the best ten dollar game on uh, either Bomberman and Pac Man Championship Edition are my favorite on Xbox Live Arcade right now, I and I like good. Stardust HD too. I like Stardust HD. I don't know if it's a I mean, I still think Uno is the best thing on the Xbox Live Arcade, and that's half go. that price. So okay, so there. Oh, so there. Thorbon Three says this year's E3 sucked when it came to news. My theory is that the industry now releases bits of news throughout the year instead of blowing their collective wad at E3 at years past. Agree or disagree? The weird thing now is like the game companies have a lot of these media events throughout the year. Now, even before, like the week or two before E3, they had these events. Each of the individual publishers were having their own pre-E3 events, which seems weird since you're about to go put forth a lot of effort on E3. But it just goes to show that companies are still feeling a little crowded at E3, fighting for news headlines. And maybe that's they feel like that's maybe not the best thing for them. So, yes, I think we'll continue to see these media events throughout the year. Um, but, I don't know. Maybe E3 is just not relevant anymore. I like it. I think it's great, but... Well, they're, they're trying to change the... They've tried to change the focus of E3 this year. It's not supposed to be about news for you, regular person. It's supposed to be about... Retailer, make sure you stock this, which is what E3 right. is all well, actually, about. Actually, it's more about actually it was more about media. Make sure you get your hands on this or check this out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, last question, Mister mm, Blin or Merblin Merblin G twenty two. Mister Bling. Mister Oh Mister Bling twenty two. Well, I'm, I need your help on this. <laughs> is, I've never heard GPD speak Japanese. Can you say something in Japanese? He just said whale. I said, well, how about Boku wa bakana Amerikajin Which means I am a stupid American. There you go. Okay, that's it. Let's go on to the housekeeping and call it a show. Um, I want to thank the podcast Rodeo at Joystick for mentioning us. Uh, I don't think they had one last week. They didn't. They didn't have, a, have one. Oh, you, you were checking, huh? Well, you know, I um, know. So hopefully you'll mention us again this week. Uh, we have a CADCast survey ongoing, which is helpful for us if we want to woo advertisers. Yes, so we need advertisers. Um, want to remind everybody to dig the CADCast, dig.com forward slash podcasts forward slash CADCasts. We are well over 900. I think we're at like 940 now. Yeah, or let's something. see how many stick. Dude, we got to get up to 1,000. Yeah. We need, we need the four digit. 
digs. So keep them coming, guys. Um, you can check out my Toilet Tuesday video at youtube.com forward slash GPD or on the front page of of CAG, uh, myspace.com forward slash CAGcasts. Uh, I want to remind everybody to review us on iTunes and also on iTunes or on CAG. Check out CAG Foreplay because it's awesome. Our new podcast with the shipwrecks. And last but certainly not least, right now when the show is ending, go to www.podcastawards.com. Vote for the CAGcast for the People's Choice Award and for Gaming Award and vote every day. You can vote once a day. And industry professionals, don't be afraid to email me or PM me those, those job offers that I know. You can email Wombat at Wombat at CheapAssGamer.com. You can email me at Wombat at Wombat at CheapAssGamer.com. And you can email me at GPD at CheapAssGamer.com. Yeah, feel free to send us emails. We never get emails from regular folk. I do. Well, you do. I don't. I don't get emails from anyone. Please, feel free. I'll okay. even respond if you send me like an email. I bet you will. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye. Now, Sega challenges you to experience Sega Scope 3D. 3D so real it puts the action right in your face. Not even 3D effects like these can match what you'll see through these amazing Sega Scope 3D glasses. Games and accessories sold separately. And nothing but the experience itself can give you the challenge and excitement of Sega games like Saxon 3D. Coming soon. And Missile Defense 3D. Sega Scope 3D. Only on the Sega system. Sega. The challenge will always be there.